0: Well, we've got a few quarterly recaps to rip through. Oh, we are supposed to rip through, but I can't help myself and summarise. Sorry, trainer. Daddy,
1: The brief is, let's just like pull out the one, give you some information from uh, the quarterly, and I'm watching him fucking <laughs> typing away into <yeah, laughs> the dive. <laughs>
0: Capricorn, the market darling of the gold sector, produced 29,700 ounces, all in sustaining costs of Aussie 1315. Cash build, which is what everyone wants to know, 23.3 million for the quarter. Let's just do a bit of a comparison, because we know Capricorn trades at a bit of a premium. Let's compare it to, say, a Westgold prime case to show where ounces ain't everything. Righto, Money is Tuesday, 24th October. We've got a few quarterly recaps to rip through. Oh. We are supposed to rip through, but I can't help myself and summarise. Sorry, Trav, you're better than me. Uh, we've we read the Cap- quarterly,
1: so people don't read
0: it. We just want to take away the reading time. We like yeah. that speechify, making yeah. reading and knowledge gaining easier. So we've got Capricorn, WAF, VHM, and Adriatic. We'll do a bit of a deeper look into Adriatic. Also talk about the mining lease granted for Aurelia's Federation and a bit of a Lotus merger update Rick mm-hmm. Not the average morning today, you'd say.
1: Yeah. Well, a few strange things happened this morning. One is um, Jonas is supposed to be back, but his flight got cancelled. So it's you and I again, mate. He's
0: probably flying <laughs> Tiger or something because he's that tight. I, I
1: don't think Tiger exists anymore. Um, no, not yeah.
0: Tiger. What's that yellow one?
1: Yeah. no, they, He'd be bringing him back.
0: He'd be on Scook. Scoot. <laughs>
1: Maybe hitching a ride back. Guys. <laughs> Across the nullable. <laughs>
0: Looking forward to having the big fella back. He's been doing mate, I listened to his uh, interview with Acorn. Capital, Mm. that was an absolute ripper. There's a lot in that one. Yeah, he's uh, mate. He's he is the on the road fundy guru for interviews. He's bloody great job, JD. Wicked,
1: wicked, wicked insight. Just offsetting that I called him tight just then. Yeah, (laughs) but
0: uh, no, bloody absolutely brilliant. So, and we've got a couple more to rip out. But we were on as guests in our talk about. Oh, just not feeling qualified for the role. But we were on the Joe Joe Lowry's Global Lithium Podcast. Now, this is a podcast that has interviewed all the – global lithium CEOs, like you know, Ken Brisden, Tony Ottaviano all the
1: mm.
0: all the sweet all people in America. And uh, we had the opportunity to go on it. So very humbling experience, I'd That's say cool. Ricardino. It's
1: our first time um yeah as guests on a podcast, I'd say. Well certainly my first time as a guest on a podcast as opposed to being the uh the Person asking the questions, a role I'm, which you were not comfortable doing, you know, Daddy. I
0: know. Doing, Matty. Oh, no, I'll just revert back to so, Joe, while <laughs> I've got you here, but like <laughs> bloody hell, he knows he knows a shitload about lithium. So I'm like, well, no point spending two hours with him and not learning some stuff. So, yeah. but uh, yes, it was hard to. He's probably after responses, he's probably thinking, oh, yeah, that's not <laughs> even close, but you're a guest, so it
1: was really, <laughs> but cool. it was good. It's really cool. All I right. mean, yeah, I think we, um, we covered a lot of territory we we closed it out with a, a plan to head to south america to argentina and ultimately check out some brine operations which i'd be pumped to do if we can um if we can make it happen and maybe. Then,
0: and up to america to go to thacker pass <laughs> I'm sure the boys will take me up to Patriot as well. But he,
1: uh, no. Oh mate, we'll do the full, the full, the full circle, the full circuit of getting across the uh, lithium in the Americas. I reckon that would be a pretty, pretty fun time,
0: mate. But nah, cheers, Joe, for having us on. That was a very, uh, as I said, very humbling experience. Flattered he wanted us on there. So, mate, uh, let's rip into it. Our great friends of the show can't forget to mention one of the OG sponsors, Terra. Capital, uh, mate, cannot wait to catch up with them in person. This time next in, week in Sydney and Airmark, we're doing we're having a business development night. You'd say, yeah, uh, and it'd be good to pick their brains as always about Everything. what is hot. In especially the overseas, the TSX maybe they're, uh, maybe they're resources bullish sector.
1: They might be bullish ASX names by now. It's been yeah, a while. Since maybe we've got a bit
0: soon. It. So when we first interviewed them, they were about fifty percent invested in the TSX. So it'd be interesting to see if uh, that mm. is still the same. But look, natural resources gurus based in Sydney. Uh, check them out. And we've had DK on the show before for a earth spectacular. We had Langer's on initially to give his take on the market. Head back early days to listen to that episode. When are we going to pin down Bondi? But we will sort that out on the BD, Might just uh, uh. put the phone on record while we're there. <laughs> but, uh, no, nah, appreciate all your support, Tara. Absolute GCs of the industry. So we're going to be in Sydney
1: next week oh, for, for iMark.
0: Next week? Yeah, or the, mate, it's next week. No, nah, the week after. It, no. Yeah, no, we leave on the thirtieth. No, it's That's Tuesday. It. That's that, next week. That is next week. Oh. Yeah,
1: so next next week we're going to be in Sydney for IMark. Shit, it is next we're week. We're pe- oh. we're penning in Tuesday night as a a bit of a like a, a meetup. You know, we're going to find a pub um, somewhere not too far away, and um, yeah, any any listeners of the show out there, like come come for a beer. Let yeah. us let us know if you. Plan on coming to that if you are coming, jump in the hood or shout. I think it's fucking eight eight um, and a half thousand
0: people going to IMAX, so I think there'll be a few money and mine fans <laughs> in that in that number. So yeah, no, we'll, we'll ping you the location time where uh, we're all having a beer. And if, uh,
1: if anyone wants to put some money on on a tab for the money minus, then also let us know because um, I think we will facilitate. Sean Russo said he'll chip in four hundred from um, No one's Rule, so that that's the starting number. Let's just add to it. Let's see if anyone else can chuck in. Would some money you
0: take that. money from? Stockbroking no. firm, Trevor.
1: Oh, for a beer tab, yeah. But for we're never going to. We wouldn't mention him. Um, yeah, but hey you going flick us some get, cash? You got nothing for
0: it. Oh, very good. No, yeah, we'll, we will be in touch, and we're uh, we're actually the official podcast sponsor or podcast partner for IMark. We're going to have a table wow. set up in there, and um, that sounds fancy. That that's what it's called, isn't it? Yeah. So we're going to be uh, we're going to be live, sort of live from inside the venue. So that's going to be good fun. <laughs> Yeah, a, you, I'll be only good. I've got a on um, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'll be that'll be me. I'll fly out Thursday because I'll blow myself up before then anyway. So. Are you
1: allowed to do roving, Mike, Maddie? Is that what you feel? Oh, jeez, I don't know. I'd love to see that.
0: <laughs> Why not? Maybe I'll do a uh, roving mic at the BD session on the Tuesday night with the money money miners.
1: Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah. May, or maybe we give them the... the assurance that nothing they say will be filmed or recorded. But um, either way – Rock up safely. It'll be fun.
0: (laughs) Yes, good stuff. Righto, mate. Let's get now, I guess – We've gone through a few of the quarterlies. We don't want to go in too depth, but I sort of have gone into too de- too much depth in one of them. But we're just going to rip through the key points of uh, what's going on between Capricorn VHM WAF and
1: what was the other one? Adriatic. I love this. I titled. I like. I I uh, type in the notes off, but I'm like segment name. We read all the quarterlies today, so you don't have to. I'm like Maddie. The brief is let's just like pull out the one key key piece of information from uh, the quarterly. So that's just like you know interesting. And I'm watching him fucking <laughs> typing away as baragraph, if it's a deep dive.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't know all this. <laughs> right, Capricorn, the market darling of the gold sector, produced 29,700 ounces, well, thousand tw- ounces, all in sustaining costs of Aussie 13,15. Cash build, which is what everyone wants to know, $23.3 million for the quarter. Now, let's just do a bit of a comparison because we know Capricorn trades at a bit of a – a bit of a premium. Let's compare it to say a Westgold. Based on Westgold's pre quarterly, they produced sixty-three thousand ounces and had a cash build of twenty-five. So similar cash build. Uh Westgold produced over double the ounces from multiple operations, but Westgold's market cap nine hundred and fifty million and Capricorn is at one point seven six billion. Mm-hmm. So nearly nearly not quite double the market cap but 1.7 times or so for under half the answers so it's a prime case to show where answers ain't everything yep. it's how much cash you build on the answers you get
1: yeah and the growth projects is another piece of management premium but also the um yeah, but I think market, markets allocating yeah. more to it, Matt Gibson than um, West Coast Growth Projects. All right, mate. I'll, um, I'm inspired by your succinctness. That was pretty good. VHM. <laughs> so, VHM Limited. All right, I'm going to summarize it. Three directors in, three directors out. Permitting in Victoria is hard. $14 bucks left in the kitty and a $95 million market cap that's um, right I'll going to
0: I'll got to let you down here <laughs> West African Resources 50,700 ounces uh produced for the quarter at an all-in sustaining cost of 1830 per ounce Aussie they report everything in US dollars I'll convert it to Aussie cash balance reduced Aussie 28 million for the quarter but they put 44 million into Kiaka growth capex so all in, minus the Kiaka Growth CapEx, they added Aussie $16 bucks from their operations, you'd say. Um, now, the loan documents for the $265 million US debt facility for the Kiaka project were progressed. They're aiming to have that them executed and first drawdown in Q4 2023. So that they report in calendar years, not financial years uh, over there. And so in the meantime, Kiaka will be funded from uh, operational cash flows from Sambrato and their existing cash. So this is going to take them to a 400,000 ounce per annum producer from mid-2025 2020, onwards. And look, same thing if you look at their market caps and what they're trading at as an African company compared to, uh, say, a Capricorn at the higher end. 20, 2023 guidance is two hundred ten to 230,000 ounces, all in sustaining cost of... Less than 1850, so pretty similar to Westgold, a lot higher than Capricorn. But look, they're funding the Kiaka development from their operating cash flows. But, and even though they're adding cash quarter on quarter and going to be 400,000 ounce producer in a year and a half or so, market cap is even lower than Westgold's at 759. Been on a big downward trend for the last 12 months. Um, yeah, the uh, the sovereign discount you get. Being a West African gold miner,
1: totally, and it's in the, the free cash flow generation for that market cap is, um, yeah, you really, really sort of see stuff trade at such an undemanding multiple in uh, the resources space. It's up to the the investor to, to you know determine whether or not they think that multiple is is fair given the whatever the jurisdictional um, risk baked into that multiple is. Um, but yeah, it's fascinating, mate. Well done, Adriatic, Maddie. Uh, all right, I'm uh, inspired again. That was that was <laughs> succinct. <laughs> A bit of a hiccup on the path to first production for Vara's polymetallic project in Bosnia. Vareš. 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 Commissioning of the plant underway. And you know what? I can't be succinct on this one. I'm going to have to do a bit of a deeper dive. Oh, What, what, uh, what sparked your interest to you, Cobber? The quarterly is out. I didn't bury it, but point three is the... The bad point, uh, in quotation marks, first concentrate production now anticipated in January 2024 due to delays in equipment delivery and electricity connection. So earlier this year they planned for first concentrate production in Q3 2023. So that's the quarter just gone. If it comes in January, they'll be about four months behind schedule. But rest assured, they they do they do tell us they're fully funded. Um, happy to happy to throw that one in the announcement and the targeting nameplate by. June 2024. So the stock has shrugged off the news. The likely reason for this um, is that it doesn't appear that the hiccup will put them under serious financial pressure. You know what is a common concern for companies hitting ramp up um, is typically you know the financial stress along the way. But but here um, the market's not super concerned with that, given you know the the, the profile of repayments along the way. Now remember though, Maddie. Um, Adriatic, they did they did hit the market with a, a US $32 million equity raise at the time of Diggers. They raised that for expiration <laughs> with question mark question marks added to that one. Um, they're expecting to draw down the final $30 million tranche of debt from Orion this quarter. And that's the project finance. Um, US $68 million cash balance, US $43 million of CapEx to spend pre-production. So, and that 68 million doesn't include the 30 million from Orion. So it looks like they have some padding there. Um, to put some positive spin on the news, Adriatic said it'll give them the opportunity for increased stockpile and improved grade management in ramp up.
0: Yeah, well, uh, lucky they got some bloody. Uh, talk about grade management. That might Does that mean keeping the grade, bloody, grade really bloody high? Because uh, <laughs> that is the key thing about Adriatic. Imagine when the zinc prices and all that recover, yeah. uh, how much bloody cash they're going to print <laughs> over there. It's phenomenal grades, that operation.
1: Yeah. Mate, grade is, uh, grade, is, grade is great, of course. They also flag, they're still having some difficulty with um poor ground conditions at the wall. They're expecting a third jumbo operator this quarter. They've transitioned from eight to 12-hour shifts. They've got... Operators with international experience in high-safety, high-speed environments on board.
0: High-speed developers. <laughs> oh, God, a lot of those ones that are – did you, did you see that? <laughs> the West Gold ad they put up. No. On bloody Facebook, no, like I where see they, that. Are, they are in their, you know, Wayne's new style of. Uh, oh, and he's on the phone. Gonna talk on the phone and, oh, I did uh, see that. Yeah. They've yeah. got the new jumbo. They're yeah. like, oh, have you got a, have you got any high speed operators to go with it? <laughs>
1: so they've uh, taken my thing. That's funny. Well, I, mate, they if if they're hiring high speed uh, jumbo operators, mate, I think you're the, you're the man for the job. Oh, you I'm get-
0: not. Uh, I, I can't say I was high speed, but I was. Uh, I definitely won't be now with a couple of kegs I'll put on in this Perth life. But anyway, anyway.
1: Uh, some some. What's uh, the you...
0: trading looking like yeah. for Adriatic?
1: Last Thursday, second highest number of shares changed hand in a long while, well over year. Did I withdraw from that? But um, you know the the dollar amount wasn't relatively high, so the top ten shareholders hold. More than 63% of this company. I think there's there's one more thing I'll um, I'll throw in the mix when we're speaking about Adriatic. I remember uh, you and JD did an episode early days, early mm. days money mining. Paul and Maddie. Yeah, yeah. You, you interviewed Paul Cronin and Matthew Maddie Hine um, from Adriatic. They they didn't uh, I'm pretty sure in that interview, like they actually threw in an invitation to come to site when they had first production. Now, I, I was really curious. I, like, I had that in my memory and I was like, Geez, I'm going to have to re-listen to this to bloody, to make sure I'm right in this invitation being thrown out. And there was when I was re-listening to it, there was this one quote from Paul Cronin that um, just stood out above the rest. He goes, in that interview, it's the only mine in the world where you can wake up in a European capital city, go for a ski in the morning, mine a stoke before lunch, and be down at the beach in the afternoon. What a quote. God, are they
0: doing any bloody work?
1: What a quote that is. <laughs> so, so uh, look, guys, uh, that is the exact itinerary I want to see fit. our site visit invitation, which I know is coming in the mail any time, any day now. Oh, is,
0: you yous can go mind the stope of, uh, I've done a couple, so <laughs> I don't know what it looks like. I just uh, want to watch
1: it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You need to be able to press the button. We'll do that after the Argentina and North America trip.
1: Yeah, I might spend a few days in Dubrovnik, um, just oh, sightseeing just as well. Mate. Quite happy to.
0: <laughs> right, mate, Aurelia, AMI, uh, yeah. for mining, mining lease granted for Federation. Mm, yep. So it stock's up 4% on the news today. So yep, give is. us a bit of context about Aurelia, mate. There uh, are yeah. deep in the Cobar Basin, plus a – a, Mm. Uh, an ugly sister at um, (laughs) Darg's, you'd say.
1: Exactly. Four projects. So Aurelia context, four projects. Um, Three of them are in the Cobar Basin, Peak, Hera and Federation. Peak is a high-cost polymetallic mine that sometimes makes money, sometimes loses money. Hera recently transitioned to care and maintenance. Federation is actually a decent development project, undeveloped. And then the fourth project, um, not in the Kobai Basin, is a pissy little gold mine, Darks. Um, it's no,
0: it's, and it's probably not that it's a like it's a little gold mine. It's just because they paid so much for they
1: it. They paid so much. Super small mine life. Um, super small production profile, and no capability to extend mine life beyond that. So, yeah. uh, today's news though is that they received a granted mining lease for Federation and are progressing, aiming for first stope door in Q1 2025. If you look at Aurelia today as a company and with their assets and what they're doing with them, look at them today versus 12 months ago, completely like sort of, you know, it's, it's in a much better position, I think. The balance sheet is so much cleaner. They made some hard but necessary decisions. with their marginal projects. The management's changed. Federation is progressing. And if you were to sort of pinpoint one singular cause of the, you know, destruction of shareholder value at the company, Um, if you, if you wind back sort of three years ago to now, I would pin it down to that. You know, I get, I get the value destruction. It's not, it's not like you can pin it down to one decision. It's nuanced. There's a bunch of factors, but if you were to, if you were to generalize, I can't look past that acquisition of Dargs in late 2020 for $200 million. Like we said, mate, that Dargs is like fast approaching the end of its mine life development. There is going to stop in the December quarter. They're then going to you know milk it for some um cash from that development, and then you know mine life sort of fades out by 2025. So and
0: it's not like it's a bit different to say, you know, we off the back of the envelope saying that uh Genesis paid about 160 million or whatever for Dacian for that mill and everything when there's all surrounding stuff you can start feeding into that mill. Dogs is so isolated on that south coast that there's not. There wouldn't be much neighbouring things that you can start feeding into the mill. So mm-hmm. once she stops, she stops.
1: Yeah. For context of just the the staggering kind of price tag paid for it, they paid two hundred million bucks for dogs. Today Aurelia's market cap is $160 million. And uh, they partially funded that acquisition with some debt, and debt will bite you in the arse um, if you're a high cost miner and if you know in a
0: high interest rate in em- higher interest rate it, environment too. Yeah,
1: yeah. And it it, it um a bit a bit earlier in the butt. So DARG's copped a massive write down ultimately when um you know their gold production that they were getting from it and the cost profile they were getting from it were materially different to what they'd modeled. Um and yeah, but I mean look, look at them now, absent all those issues which have been well kind of documented in in um in all of their announcements. I think let's keep paying attention to federation though. That that project's worth worth us looking at. Um and they've been sort of, yeah, plagued and and hampered by Performance in the other parts of their portfolio, but um, it's a cleaner corporate entity now than it than it used to be.
0: God, if that was a long mine life project, because that is a beautiful part of the world—the south coast of New South Wales. People were like living all around the all around the coast there, drive in, drive out, like just absolutely beautiful spot to have a mine and have a workforce. But mm. uh, unfortunately, it doesn't have the mine life. So I think a shout out to Jackson Hopkins, who was one of uh, probably kept. Kept dogs alive. Did he? Yeah, oh, <laughs> absolutely. Now, that bloke yeah. is a bloody GC. Oh,
1: nice. It was yeah. owned by Bar. did you know? The mining contractor owned that and sold mm. it Sold it to a really... Yeah. is that interesting?
0: Yeah. Yes. Uh, right, mate, Lotus. Uh, yep. Lotus A Cap scheme of arrangement has been approved by shareholders. Yeah, brief so.
1: update here. So these are the two ASX uranium developers merging, mate. Lotus brings its... I'm going to get the pronunciation wrong... Kale Care Art Resart project in Malawi and Acap brings its Hakani Letel, project in Botswana. Oh, you know right. the two two uh, con- the two companies merging. this project's quite far away, Maddie. So is this
0: one of those ones you mentioned in the uranium episode? <laughs> just uh, let's combine the market <laughs> cap to make it a bit more appealing to the indexes.
1: That's uh, the cynical way to look at it. Is it one plus one equals three or is it one plus one equals two? I don't know. It's a bigger company, better index eligibility, deeper pool of capital to draw from in funding its projects now. But um, yeah, let's 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 see how the bigger developer goes amongst the next wave of uranium mining hopefuls um, out there, because there's you know a new a new tier of uh, of, of projects looking to come online as the uh, uranium uranium bull market goes on.
0: Very good, mate. AVZ, geez, I've been getting a few message things. I haven't. I, every time someone sends me a lick to this, make Monono great again, or there's the anything related to AVZ, it's like I know I have to. I refrain from opening it because you have to allocate so much time to go down the rabbit warren to figure out what the hell is going on. Um, Mate, what is – have you got any bit of brief context? It's like any time you talk about AVZ, you don't do it justice without doing a full hour deep dive into it.
1: That's actually really funny that you say without going down the rabbit hole because um, I posted on Twitter a few days ago – like just reaching out to AVZ shareholders, keen to to do a deep dive on this one. Someone just posted a GIF of uh, Alice in Wonderland going down the rabbit hole. (laughs) (laughs)
0: It's in it. Mate, right, so what's going on? What's unfolding at the moment?
1: I I think I just want to let the money miners know that we're paying close attention to this. We're not going to unpack it in today's episode. We understand the developments that are happening. We've read the announcement on the Zijian letterhead. We're reading the announcements dropped by AV said on ASX, we're looking at the AGM activism. Um, we're reading what the shareholders are all um, saying. There's a, a bit happening there. There's a lot of different factors at play. We want to do it justice when we talk about it and we're going to do it right, which means we're going to wait for JD to be back in Money Mine HQ before we do our yes, AVs deep Yeah, I need JD <laughs>
0: to go deep into that. We both do. <laughs> yeah, mate, oh, do you want to touch quickly on, now it's off script, but uh, the, the little, just quickly on the little bit of a graphite, Short squeeze oh, yeah. happening. Yeah, you that's know, so fascinating. So the, so the news came wow. out the other week that effectively, so what they were putting uh, export tariffs on graphite coming out of China. Yeah,
1: I didn't read the both, news properly. But...
0: I think it was for both synthetic and flake. Yeah. Um, so it, it pretty and Syrah was one of the one of the most shorted stocks on the ASX. So I think and on Friday it went up twenty odd percent. Went up thirty percent. Yesterday I think it went up 20% this morning and Wait, then up
1: 27% ra- up 27% from open all the way up until 12:30 and, and then a huge decline. It's closed 6% down for the day after being up 27. That is absolutely insane for <laughs> intraday volatility.
0: Yeah, so it's obviously been a bit of a short squeeze. A bit of a short squeeze and uh a bit of profit taking. Wow. It's um wow. the short so I guess what for the the money miners uh what happens there on a on a short squeeze you, if you want to know everything about a short squeeze go watch the GameStop saga on Netflix and there's actually a dramatized movie coming out about it so when a short squeeze is when all the instos or funds are a lot of people are shorting this stock saying it's going to go down but then if there's a lot of buying pressure it then starts going up and the shorts have to close out their position by buying back the stock, which then puts more buying volume in, and you see this big, mad, uh, big, mad spike happen. So, that's you'd uh, attribute that's what's happened to SIRA based on a bit of change in sentiment. Uh, one piece of news can change everything. Wow. So, wow.
1: All right. We're going to have to put who that in there. I would thought
0: I'd be educating people
1: on finance, Trav. <laughs> what has the world come to? Is everyone going to sign up for my. Um Yeah, jumbo operator course. I'm going to stay. right
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right cover. Nice and uh, short and sweet. like Because that bloody, mate, that lithium one took it out of me yesterday. So uh, no good times. Looking forward to getting JD back soon. Yep. Um, And we'd all, as always, like to thank our great partners, uh, Terra Capital at the top of the show, Anytime Exploration, our OG sponsors, along with uh, SMEC Power and Technology, the electrical gurus, K Drill the RC drilling gurus and JP Search the uh, niche financial recruiting gurus. Anyone from any bit of big four M and A experience, give JP Search a call. Michael and Zav will look after yeah. you. And uh, beautiful. We got a couple of little uh, your your sponsorship pitch uh, to the bloody audience, pitch to the corporate trap, didn't go unnoticed yesterday. We've had a couple of people inquire. Some insights, so, mate. Get in quick, because uh, the rates spots going up. might be filling up, and <laughs> so will the rates. They'll be going up too. A bit like the Cyrus share price, <laughs> but that came without
1: back down yeah. without the decline. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, We'll
0: take that. Right, good on your money, miners. Stay safe out there, and hooteroo,
1: hooteroo, Maddie.